Chapter Seventeen of the Adventures of Diggledy Dan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. The Adventures of Diggledy Dan by Edwin P. Norwood chapter seventeen in which the animals entertain an unexpected caller in spangleland's realm are many massive blue poles and among the biggest of these are those that stand in the centre of the menagerie tent between the bases of two of them is a broad open space and it was here all the animals were gathered at twilight on the day following that upon which had ended the tale of gray ears the elephant and i'm sure all remember your very last words lion was saying to diggledy dan as i recall them they ran something like this though my tale's at an end we may safely depend that another will soon follow after exactly said dan and now comes the question as to who's to provide the next story but to the clown's great surprise not a single animal made answer my goodness he cried as he swung around on hippo's vast back the better to be able to face them you mean to say that not one of you has thought of a story why mr president i am indeed astounded oh now dan don't be talking like that protested monkey i know a lot of stories only i just can't remember one right now and those i know are all so very old pleaded great white bear while all the rest seemed ready to excuse themselves on much the same score well said the lion in view of all this there seems to be but one thing to do and that is to put on our thinking caps and not take them off until each has thought of a story so let us get down to business at once tiger you will kindly come forward and stretch yourself on the ground there that is the way now then do you slowly wave your tail from one side to the other exactly you dan will keep count of the tail waves until you have recorded exactly one hundred and until that number is reached there's not to be a word from a one of you instead you are to keep silent and think all ready now go at this word of command tiger's tail began to rise and to fall and dan's head to nod down and then up as he kept exact track of the waves of it quite at the same time all the others solemnly puckered their brows 
half closed their eyes or pillowed their chins as folks always do when they engage in deep thought time passed tiger's tail floated up and down through the air dan's head continued to bob and to count lion gazed about with so severe an eye that hardly an animal dared breathe not a sound broke the silence and then of a sudden tap 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 now the taps were not specially loud and aside from that fact there is as a rule nothing particularly unusual about an innocent tap nor for that matter about two nor yet three of them but in this case you see everything was so very still with even monkey not so much as uttering a sound that tap 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 there it was again and oddest of all it seemed to come from a point high over their heads tap 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 and at this you may be sure the business of thinking of stories was entirely forgotten instead every ear was alert it now seemed certain that the taps had come from the top of the biggest blue pole ahoy whoever you are what is it you want called lion as he directed his eyes and his voice toward the point in the roof where the pole passed through to the skies tap 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 came the answer come in roared lion come in at once whatever you are and wherever you are let me skip up the side of the pole and see just what it can be cried monkey but just at that moment there came a muffled voice from the roof a voice that was something between a call and a croak menagerie tent spangle land it called down yes mr voice you are in spangle land and this is the menagerie tent answered lion and now if you will be so good as to come out of hiding but even while lion was speaking a movement was seen and with it appeared two very black feet these were followed by the underside of an even blacker body with a long pointed beak coming after and thus bit by bit there gradually emerged the whole of a crow of quite remarkable size now those who gazed upward at this strange visitor were immediately struck by three most unusual things in the first place their caller's head was almost wholly concealed by a messenger's cap that was much too large for him secondly he walked down the side of the pole when to have flown would have been a far simpler way and thirdly instead of showing some interest in his surroundings 
as he entered he preferred to bury his nose in the crook of what must have been a most entertaining book indeed he did not once look up until he had set his feet on the ground and then it was to find himself surrounded by all the animals lion lion mr lion he inquired rather briskly as he tucked his book under one wing and scanned the many faces at your service responded lion as he stepped forward yes sir yes sir message for you sir and removing his cap with something of a flourish the crow took a bit of folded paper from out of the crown of it well well exclaimed lion as he opened the missive and glanced at its contents though addressed in my care it's really for all of us yes but what is it cried the animals why a message from the pretty lady with the blue blue eyes here is what she says care of lion menagerie tent spangled land i and my white white horse will be quite near you at half-past twilight on the morrow so please be at home for it is very likely we will pay you a visit the pretty lady oh hurrah hurrah shouted all the animals in one breath while dan clapped his hands with much glee you are indeed a most welcome messenger remarked lion as he turned to where the crow had been standing but to his surprise the sombre chap in the cap was no longer there instead he had perched himself on a wheel of giraffe's spacious home yes there he sat once more reading his book and in addition was now slowly munching an apple i say repeated lion a most welcome messenger and this time he laid so much stress on the very last word that the crow jumped from the wheel in the greatest of haste yes sir yes sir he answered as he vainly tried to stuff both the book and the apple under one wing calling a messenger were you sir at which all the animals laughed so heartily that the crow looked quite confused and muttered something about time to be going but not unless you are entirely ready to leave remonstrated lion for i assure you that you are quite welcome to remain and finish your apple and your book also if you choose you flew all the way from sunset house i presume well i should rather say not answered the crow as he flipped his cap to one side with the toes of one foot what would be the fun of being a messenger bird if one had to fly all the time yes but how do you manage it otherwise questioned rhino why 
jump on a cloud and ride it that's the way i most always do just let my feet hang over the end and read my book until it's time to hop off oh but what do you read asked glenn oh it's one of those strange people books answered the crow i like to read about people they do such funny things don't they well i must be getting up in the air and looking for a cloud that's going toward the west and he started hopping up the side of the very biggest pole please don't go poached ostrich stay a while longer and tell us about the clouds you have ridden a lot of them haven't you oh i guess a million trillion of them at least said the crow in a superior sort of way but then i wouldn't know what to tell you about them you should ask the pretty lady if you want to know about clouds she knows stories about most everything besides i can't spare the time just now and with his beak once more buried in his book the bird from the west moved slowly upward toward the roof to finally disappear at that point where the pole passed through to the skies what an odd individual said puma i wish he had talked more i warrant he could tell a lot of fine stories and we didn't even learn his name exclaimed emu we must ask the pretty lady about him said lion isn't it fine that she's coming tomorrow cried zebra perhaps she will tell us another story no doubt she will put in diggledy dan but now our twilight's last moments have come so we will bid one another farewell till tomorrow and at the sign of the petal watch we will gather again to be ready to greet our golden-haired guest when she comes with her prancing steed from out of the west End of chapter 17